Hello, beautiful beings of love and light, and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Awaken the Wisdom Within. I am your host, Emily, and I am so truly grateful for everybody who has been along on my journey with me. I just wanted to start off this podcast with just an immense amount of gratitude and the energy of gratitude because I have recently been exposed to a different mindset that is keeping me at this vibration of gratitude and love all the time and it's such a beautiful place to be. So I want to show gratitude for everybody who is here, who is listening, who has been a part of my journey, who is just listening for the first time. Just thank you for being here. So yesterday was the full moon and I'm not sure if you guys have felt a change in your own energy but I want to explore this this space of the full moon, of your energy changing, of what it actually means and what you're being guided to do on these beautiful lunar nights. So the phases of the moon each hold a different importance. And I'm not going to go into the importance of all of them, but specifically with the energy of the full moon, with the energy of the moon in general, it very much embodies the feminine energy of intuition, of love, of forgiveness, of release, and of healing. So when we start to follow the lunar cycle, what is happening is that we are starting to surrender to the different energies both within us and external from us. The energy of the sun is very much in this masculine energy. It is of go, 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 of confidence, of being busy, of being assertive, setting boundaries. The energy of the moon is more about relaxation. It's about hibernation. It's about forgiveness and rest. And when we can start to use the energy of the moon and even the sun, we can do our own healing. And that is one of the things that I teach for all of my students and anybody who follows me is that you can heal yourself. You have this beautiful ability to work in co-creation with that within you and that external from you to heal. And following the lunar cycle is one of the ways that you can self-heal. The full moon and following the full moon, just like other aspects of spirituality, has become a trend of, oh, have you charged your crystals and have you put your moon water out yet? And that's not to say that these aren't very sacred practices, but it's a fact that these sacred practices have now lost its actual meaning. When we start to follow in what other people are doing, when we start to follow in what we think we are supposed to do, at a specific event, ceremony, or time of month, we are losing our own ability to be able to self-heal, to tap into our own intuition, to trust in what is in our highest and greatest good. So the full moon is a time for you to turn inward in whatever way resonates with you. There are specific reasons why you cleanse your crystals And that you use the full moon to cleanse your crystals. It's kind of, we have the equation in reverse. So we think on the full moon, I am supposed to charge my crystals, put moon water out, whatever it may be. 
when really it's supposed to be the other way around. I'm using crystals to heal myself. On the full moon, I can use that as an advantage to recharge the crystals to heal me. I make moon water and I use moon water to help with my healing. And on the full moon, that's when I'm able to create it. When we turn these sacred events into a fad, it loses its meaning. We no longer are knowing the root reason why we are participating in something or why we follow a cycle, but because it's now hashtag full moon ritual. When I first started doing my full moon rituals for myself, I had no guidance. I literally turned inward and I said to myself, what do I feel like I need on this full moon? I know that the full moon allows for me to discover what those deep-rooted beliefs are that I've held on to that I've ignored. The full moon allows me to shut out the world and turn inward and do some introspection, do some cleaning, do some cleansing of my body, my mind, and my soul. It allows me to participate in a self-pleasure practice and because the energy of the planet, the energy within you, has changed and elevated, my manifestations during my self-pleasure practice can be amplified. Not because I'm supposed to do it on the full moon, but because the full moon is just that little portal or that gateway or that secret ingredient that allows me to create the masterpiece, the final result of my journey, which is to heal myself, to learn more about myself, to grow. So... When you are wanting to do a full moon ritual, I wouldn't even look external from you. Don't look at other people's Instagram. Don't read books. Don't use Pinterest. Turn inward. Start asking your soul the question of what is in my highest and greatest good to do tonight? Knowing that the full moon, it doesn't turn you into a werewolf. You don't get super emotional because it's the full moon. I hear that a lot as well. I'm like this because it's the full moon. Or bad things happened because it's the full moon. Well, no. You are just feeling heightened emotions, whatever emotions they may be, because the full moon allows you to feel these emotions as a way for you to release them. Does that make sense? So... Again, the full moon, think of it as your secret ingredient in your master recipe of every month, if I haven't addressed something, that's when it's going to be amplified on the full moon, giving me this beautiful opportunity to address whatever emotions, thoughts, and experiences behind that have come up and do that inner work, do that self-healing to release it, whether it is using crystals or using tarot or doing theta healing or meditation or whatever it may be, allowing the full moon time period, which will usually last about three days and the effects of it, to do all that healing work, okay? Not, oh, I am super angry today, it must be the full moon. Well, ask yourself, why today are you angry? Is it a thought or a belief or an issue that has come up in the past or has or is related to something in the past? If it is, it's coming up for a reason because you're being called to release it. 
a lot of people will start to feel these heightened emotions, especially for romances lost in the past or any past relationships. The feelings of either anger or resentment or guilt or even love and wanting that person back will be heightened around this time period, not because it's your sign to reach out to them or to add more anger to that resentment you already have for them, but maybe it's to find peace. Maybe it's to forgive. Maybe it's to free any and all energetic cords and attachments you have to this person. That way you can now allow a new relationship to flourish. But it's in asking yourself what's in your highest and greatest good. This is something that I have all my students do is asking the question, what is in my highest and greatest good? What is my soul and my highest self asking me to do at this time? What will allow me to fully be in this space of peace? What will allow me to self-heal, to alchemize my life, to acquire the virtues that will allow me to be the highest and best version of myself? And you may find that one of the full moons you're being called is to sit in meditation for four hours. Another full moon, you may feel drawn to sitting outside under the moon and just soaking up all the beautiful energy and just thinking about things. Whatever it is that your soul and your highest self is asking you to do, that's what the full moon is about. Not through rituals, not through having to cleanse your crystals or figuring out the right timing to put your moon water out, but just following in whatever your internal guidance system is. And I think that talking about this more and more, it makes me realize how important that is for everybody's healing. It's in removing the external noise and tuning inward. This is why I love meditation and I teach it in all of my workshops and on my YouTube channels and everywhere. i just an absolute fan of meditation because it requires you to turn inward. It requires you to tune out that external world and all the noise and extra beliefs and opinions and voices of others. It's about listening to what your soul is asking you to do. And if you can get into that place, then you no longer will accept any truth other than what you have found. By tuning inward, you therefore allow yourself to acquire the virtue of trust, the virtue of faith. You will strengthen your intuition. You'll be able to have greater discernment. And you will be able to create whatever new beliefs you want by whatever truth that you decide to accept. So I challenge you guys. I challenge you today or tomorrow or next month on the full moon. Instead of looking online, instead of asking others what you're supposed to do, I want you to turn inward. I want you to sit in meditation and ask your highest self, what is in my highest and greatest good to do today? And see what answer you get. And you still might get the answer of, I should cleanse my crystals or I should go to a full moon workshop. But at least now you know that it's your own internal wisdom that is telling you this. It's not what you expect or what you think you're supposed to do. So because the full moon is dealing with the feminine energy of forgiveness, of release, of love, 
it is a perfect time for those who feel like they're too much in their masculine energy. One of the things that I have been exploring with recently is stepping into this space more of feminine energy. And in a world where we are being told that we have to be busy, busy is the right thing to do, that you are more successful if you are busy, with then switching into more of this feminine energy of relaxation, of patience, of slowing down, it can be scary sometimes. It can be very scary to make that massive switch, especially when you're in the known of the masculine energy. So if you find yourself uncomfortable with the heightened emotions that you're experiencing around the full moon, ask yourself the question of, am I too much in my masculine energy? Is it uncomfortable to be in feminine energy? And then if so, sit with that. Be in that space where maybe you just do absolutely nothing. Maybe for five hours you sit there listening to music or even in silence without your phone and just be. And ask yourself, how does that feel? Just be aware of how that feels to sit and do nothing. If you can do nothing for even half an hour every single day, you will start to strengthen that feminine energy side within you realizing that you can slow down that it is safe for you to slow down and especially if you do this around the full moon you will be able to heal yourself faster healing requires a beautiful balance of the masculine and feminine energy so if you're in one of the energies primarily the masculine too often you don't allow yourself to remove yourself You don't allow yourself to be removed from this fight or flight mode. You're stuck in this fight or flight mode all the time, this high stress zone. You might not be able to sleep. You may have anxiety. All of these are because of that energy of having to be busy. The full moon, for the most part, I'll usually block off my day on the full moon because I know that I'm going to be drawn to and called to and maybe even uncomfortable being in this feminine energy, right? When you are a little bit more emotional, you may be synced up with the full moon, but allow yourself to be in that space. Allow yourself to surrender to this energy and see where it takes you. See where it takes you on your healing, on your thought patterns, in your relationships. One of the other things about the full moon is that It brings up that element of darkness or shadows. And this darkness and shadows can also be related to that energy that's within you. The energy that might be tied to your past. The energy that might be tied to past lives. To the things that you have done that you feel guilty for. That you feel shameful for. Maybe the energy of anger you have towards others and any toxic, abusive or traumatic experiences of the past. But it's using that full moon to entertain these shadow aspects, knowing that it's a safe space to do so. I know that with a lot of people who come to work for me, sometimes stepping into that space of your shadows and your past can be very scary. Because in that space, you are revealing parts of yourself that you have suppressed or avoided for so long. And sometimes around the full moon, 
you can't avoid it anymore. The more and more we suppress anything, the more and more it resists. That works with anything, right? The more you push something, the more it resists. But with any of our wounds or traumatic experiences, if it's so scary to relive it or to think about it, we can resist it so much that it creates illness within us or dis-ease within us. And in the full moon, in that space of the full moon, you can actually release it all in a safe space. Again, turning to meditation, turning to energy healing, turning to just sitting in silence and to listen to whatever it is that you've rejected or avoided or suppressed for so long. A lot of the times we are so uncomfortable in this feminine energy of healing, of release, of forgiveness, is because we have avoided or suppressed something for so long. And we've become really, really good at it. When we're busy, when we're in that masculine energy all the time, there's no space for introspection. There's no space for trust. There's no space for love. There is just fear of pushing anything and everything away from you that could possibly open up that doorway to those past traumatic experiences. It's in creating those boundaries into barriers and blocks to prevent you from reopening that that wound that you still are healing from or haven't even addressed yet. That the full moon is such a beautiful space for releasing all of this, for actually just sitting with it. Sitting with that sadness, sitting with that anger, sitting with that pain and discomfort. And then asking yourself, do I need to hold on to this anymore? If not, then you finding a way to release it. Again, not looking at what Pinterest says are the ways to release something, what Instagram says, maybe even a book you have. It's finding that wisdom and knowledge that you hold within you, in your cells, tissues, and organs from this lifetime, past lifetimes, from generations and ancestors, from ancestors, from spirit guides. It's asking yourself the question of how can I release this? It doesn't matter what the right or wrong way to do it. It doesn't matter what Bob, your mom, your friend and your boss say are there ways to heal and release. How do they know how you need to heal yourself? How does somebody else know what's in your highest and greatest good? But it's so easy that way to ask other people. It's harder to turn inward and ask yourself what is in your highest and greatest good. Because that requires a lot of trust in yourself. That requires a lot of faith, a lot of love, a lot of surrendering, and sometimes a lot of pain. But the full moon allows you this beautiful space to be able to hold all that energy. Knowing that, again, the full moon, you're not doing this release for the full moon. This full moon is there to allow you to release, to heal yourself. The end goal is always to heal yourself and the full moon and following the lunar cycle is just one of the ways that allow you to heal yourself, that allow you to gain more of that introspection in yourself, more of that trust in yourself, 
more of that feminine energy that allows you to come into this place of balance. That if every full moon you can spend one day being in your feminine energy, especially if you've been mostly in your masculine, then you'll start to become more comfortable in this place of the feminine energy. Seeing what massive changes it has to your life. As the more you release every month, the more you come to this place of peace, of serenity, of love, and of gratitude, you're able to act more out of your highest self and less out of the ego that's driven by fear, by the fight or flight mode, by guilt and by shame. And when you live more out of your highest self and you live out of love and of gratitude, then everything just starts to kind of work out in this beautiful synchronicity. You start to attract more people in your life. You start to feel healthier, more vibrant, more abundant. That again, it's not about having the full moon be part of your monthly routine that classifies you as spiritual. It's in using the full moon to help you on your journey to alchemizing your life, to turning those pieces of the pain of the past, of fear, of the wounds, alchemizing that into this beautiful place of self-awareness, of confidence, of success, of abundance, of love. So another challenge I have for you is to start to document the changes that happen in your life as you do this healing work. Start to document on the full moon what energy is coming up for you. If you need to, take notes from this podcast about and set a reminder somewhere saying, turn inward. That's all you need to say, turn inward. If lost, turn inward. I'm going to turn that into like a bumper sticker or something. If lost, turn inward. And the more and more you can get into that habit and keep track of it, that will help the more analytical, the more ego, fear-based mind come to a place of peace and safety as that way you can physically see the changes that are happening, right? That way, whenever that masculine energy, the toxic masculine energy, I have to classify that, the toxic masculine energy of being extra busy, the fear mode kicking in of not wanting to address the more wounded parts, the shadow aspects of yourself, if you can document it, then you can always look back and see, okay, the past three months, I have been feeling this energy about this person. Maybe it's time to do a little bit of work on this. And then asking yourself again, what is in my highest and greatest good in order to heal? What is the next step I need to take in order to be the highest and best version of myself? Not looking on Google or TikTok or Instagram or even asking a friend. It's in knowing what's in your highest and greatest good by tuning into that inner wisdom you have within you, then taking action by reaching out to somebody, by reading a book. Because sometimes in your highest and greatest good will be to read this book on Reiki, read this or go watch this documentary on earthing. That might be in your highest and greatest good. But it's not saying, how am I supposed to ground my energy searching on Google of the best ways to ground your energy and then picking one of those things from that list or doing all of them. Because yes, that may work for other people, but in your highest and greatest good, it may just be for you to breathe and that's it. 
I hope this resonates with a lot of you. This is something that I'm very passionate about because I my goal is to teach others how to self-heal, to allow you to be in this space where you know how to tap into your own wisdom and the wisdom from creator, the universe, light and love, all of your higher entities, to be able to awaken all the inner pieces within you to unlock your genetic codes that hold the information from your ancestors, from past lives, from even your childhood, even the moment you were born. When we can start to alchemize our own life, we can create our own life. We then know how to always follow our truth, always act out of our greatest truth, act out of love. And that is such a beautiful place to be because from there, You're like your own guru. You're like your own master and teacher. And that allows you to become the master of this reality. To be able to have an amazing experience through this school of the soul with grace, ease, and love. And if all that resonates with you, then take a look at my website of all the ways you can work with me and all the ways that I teach my students how to do these techniques and rituals, especially the ones of just turning inward. And with that being said, I'm sending you all so much love and gratitude on this period of the full moon. I hope you guys are taking the time to just relax, be with yourself, and to ask the question of what is in my highest and greatest good. Namaste, beautiful beings of love and light.